Yeah, we're back. Welcome back to the Duck Call Room, ladies and gentlemen. We are, we have uh, reached a new high of the number of mullets in our studio this today. With uh, we've had one here before. I didn't know that's what you were going for. Huh? Oh, now he's acting like he didn't. So, hey, don't be jealous. My, Mine's way better. My former right hand man walked in with this dude and said he had no idea. That that's what you were doing. That that's for. what I did. Is that what three you've been going? For? That's how you introduced it to me. Was a mullet, so I, I don't. I just I thought mean, you were letting your hair grow back out. Huh? When? Well, oh, that's yeah, pretty mullety. <laughs> in the back of when you can see skin on the sides, that's that's the first sign of a mullet. I mean, Do you I, cut yours yourself? No, I get it professionally no. done. Just. And just whack you pay, you pay. It's done. I like you so, went a little heavier on the right than the left, man. Who knows? It was late. <laughs> Ten thirty, I was bored. I said, I'm gonna cut my beard. Then I was like, This is a lot of hair. I'm gonna cut it too. But then I couldn't see the back and I was like, Might as well. So you try didn't it think out. about the fact that I had a mullet as well. No. Okay. Never crossed my mind. Because <laughs> I remember when you came over the house before I hired you. Ten years ago, that was long ago. Like at twenty, no, no. When I hired him twenty years ago, he was like a child. Plus thirteen, no, thirty, fourteen. Oh, no. When he comes over, he's you know he's got like a short little haircut and no beard, and then that's not. True. Did he have pants on? Yeah, <laughs> I had a beard. Gonna look at me as a gigantic beard. No, you didn't have that massive thing. Well, that well you, it had to grow. So then everything grew out, and, and then when you moved on to your next profession, you shorned everything, you looked all clean. I've been cut. doing that, though. Not now I look up, much. and you've got a ginormous mullet. So When I left the store a minute ago, there were I'm just gonna say you're three, welcome. That's three mullets in the store. Of, I mean, <laughs> I think what it goes to show you is you are very much an influencer. Maybe, yes. Yeah, so well, how, how does that make Here I am claiming this, and like... Me and you look like we're on a 13-year-old travel baseball team. So, like, I don't know who's following who. So, we may be really late to the party. 13-year-old travel But I am living out what I wanted to do when I was 14. And my mom wouldn't, which is weird. Now I think back. It's not that she wouldn't let me have a, nobody cared what your hair, she wouldn't take me. To get it cut. Just do it yourself. Well, we didn't have the resources. You grew up with your own bedroom, with your own furniture and all that. We grew up. You didn't have scissors? In a shack with no, nothing sharp to cut our own hair with. No scissors. <laughs> nothing without fish guts on Well, it. no, I mean. <laughs> Every knife they had. It wasn't until I met a friend or... in school who could cut hair that I started getting that. But but I didn't have this. I, like, I wanted this full big thing and. Back when it was really hot, like <laughs> back, back back when it was hot, like eighty nine. Back when Billy Ray was Billy Ray. Billy Ray, and yeah. I did get that I looked like Billy Ray. In fact, I went to his hometown somewhere in Kentucky, and they were like, "You got to go to this Applebee's because they're gonna think it's him." But, but I was, uh, I had a lot of people think I looked. Whoa! Like Billy well, we Ray. can't just brush <laughs> yeah. over this. Like Does Applebee's, Billy that, Ray. That's Cyrus? where apparently when he go, it's somewhere north. Uh, East Kentucky, I don't know. Somebody, I'm sure. To be fair, makes a lot of sense. And somebody said when he's in town, he goes to. I, I'm pretty sure it's Applebee's. I don't. Must be trying sure to have family dinner. Restaurant in that. 
I wonder if he gets his is. bourbon steak with onions and mushrooms. <laughs> All I can think of. That's when you... I was in college, so that was like way back in the. That was back in the day. You had a mullet in college. Yeah, I mean, of course it's small, did. not a, not a big one, not a full-grown one. <laughs> I think they need to come back. Well, because you just because normally I cut my I've cut my own hair. You cut my hair a couple times just for funsies. <laughs> yeah. I, we get bored and my hair changes. Um, That's because it'll grow back. What'd your wife say? So she went to bed and then I had nothing to do and basketball was off the TV. And I was like, I guess I'll go trim my beard up. And then I was looking at it. I was like, might as well cut my hair too. And I was like, I always cut a mullet anyway. I was like, you always start. Yeah. yeah. You always, when you got long hair and you cut it, you do something ridiculous. It's like when, and then I just stopped. It's like when restaurants don't have unsweet tea. I'm like, that's where it started. <laughs> it started there, and then you sweetened it. So you had it you, at one point. You had it, and then you left it. You possessed you the ability. It. You possessed you the it. ability. Like, we I'm sorry. We don't have that, you know. So then. You did. <laughs> but now you don't. You put sugar in it. You know, I've been here for So you hung years. on to it, but when she woke up and when yeah, y'all she, did your she morning routine. Before me, I walked did, in there and said, she say? hey, she goes, are you filming me right now? <laughs> that was her exact, that's the only thing she said. And then she started laughing. I said, "I mean, I got to." She like it? I don't. I don't believe so. She, she kissed me on the way out and said, "I love you and your terrible." Well, I mean, mullet. it doesn't mean your marriage is over. I'm, you know, <laughs> I mean, golly, JT. <laughs> I mean, she still loves you. You know, it, yes, I'm, but she said, "And your mullet." So I don't think she meant that she. Loved so here's my question for you: If she doesn't like it, do you cut it off and please her? Um. She did say she might go on strike, which, yeah, then it's, whoop, it's gone. It's wow. Off. See, I'm just the opposite. <laughs> if Corey says, I hate that, I'm like, then get used to it. <laughs> so she not like, and she she didn't like it. And so she goes, how long are you going to keep that? I'm like, I don't know. You still not like it? <laughs> so I'm just the opposite. Oh, but I'll just give you time for it to grow on you. Yeah. I think you should grow a mullet, Si. No, I ain't growing a mullet. I mean, you already he grown had it. one. Well, you had uh, like a. Most of mine's falling out, so I ain't worried. Skullet, like a, a nice. He had like skullet, a wispy, wispy mature mullet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure mine and size times have passed to grow a mullet. Did you ever you? have one? No. Not even as a kid? Mm-mm. No, I had lines cutting my hair. Aerodynamics, oh. you know. <laughs> well, you could be faster in the husky section. That way you my could get to those grow. 38s But first. I'll say this. When I was like 14, my hair did not grow as good as it grows now. Like wasn't as full. I, I got fuller a hair. hair. The, the more mature I got, the more. Because my mullet in like, my senior picture was a mullet. But everything grew to the right. So it was like, nice mullet on the right, zero on the left. Kind of like size beard. Kind of like size beard. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> just, I have just a bubble in, off. But a, mirror, but a mirror image. But it wasn't until uh, I grew my hair out there and it was curly. I thought I had straight hair. How would you know? So you grew it out. Kept it short for a lot of time. You've had a lot of interesting hairdos, though. I mean, you've had. Hey, while I still got it, I'm just going to keep messing with it. You've, you've went bleach blonde. You've had frosted tips. You've, the bleach blonde was pretty recent. Yeah, I know. I did that last year? Mm-hmm. Last yeah. Halloween or something? And then it stayed yeah. for a while. Well, it stayed till it grew out. Yeah, it no, had a lot more to, staying power than I thought. Yeah, I, I, thought I thought that was like a party you thing. Cut it, make a mohawk. Make I've a had a mohawk. mohawk. So, so I always one on one. I never, I never I, did quite pull. Oh no! Growing up, I, every summer that's what we got. All Robertsons. 
Mohawks. Mohawks. Really? And I mean, it was it was all the way down, you know. So aside from summer Mohawks, have you ever had any questionable haircuts? No. You're a military man, so well, they kind of controlled yeah. what you did for most of your life. Yeah, they are. Uh, and they're not very nice about cutting your hair either. <laughs> uh, they're mean about it? Oh, well, they just, they just, hey, one guy sat down in a chair next to me and they just, and hey, he had one of them big warts on top of uh. his head. <laughs> just, just blood everywhere. Zipped it off? Oh, no. It's blood spurting everywhere. Hey. Yeah. My man said blood everywhere. Oh, no. I'm, so, I'm sitting in this chair. He's in that one. And the guy just, as soon as he plopped in. He just shaved the wart off. Yeah. And, hey, I mean, it was a chunk of meat. I mean, this was a big wart. <laughs> you know, and it was blood spurting all over the place. Good grief. The Army didn't care. Oh, no. No, it's like when you lined up, you'd be in a line, and they tell you, don't flinch. You know, and they're using, it's it's air uh, I don't know what you'd call it. An air compressor? Not, not a, a regular syringe. This was air control. Oh, giving you your shots, yeah. your immunization and, hey, and all that. One guy, they said don't flinch, and he did. He done that, and it was just, hey, it was like a laser cutting him on two sides, just bleeding like a stuck hawk. Good grief. Hey, all Johnny, they said was, hey, I told you you didn't have to flinch. Johnny D's flinching. <laughs> you wouldn't have done well in that system. You getting about? They knew I wouldn't. You wouldn't have done well in the army with your warty head. I don't. Well, they <laughs> give you. Have they give head. you like a twenty shot. It's twenty shots. You know. Everything what are you, they America? think of, they'll pop you with. You know. Really? You just they both arms. And all you are, you step up, hit him, and the next man. Huh. I would not make it. <laughs> I got it ain't for the faint of heart. Though. I got way more questions. Well, it's amazing how normal you are taking that many shots and well, no, it just, turned hey, out okay. I was like, back in the day that hey, if they had something that they wanted to try out, hey, the army was I, I, was a they definitely tried pig. something out on you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they done it. Yeah, well, and you look, you're it. perfectly normal. Hey, suck it up, move on. <laughs> Hey, I like that idea. We're going to move on to our first break. We'll be back right after this. Yours almost looks permed on the bottom. Your hair is so curly. I didn't know I I had this. I know. I I mean, I'm like, it looks intentional. I mean, I've had this for. Yeah, he's had it a minute. Keep going. I said, it's just getting to where I like it now. (laughs) Now it's getting legit. Willie. Willie, uh, I'm not going to say you're the only man, but you're the first man I've seen in a while go to the grand opening of something, rocking a mullet. I mean, I, you're, y'all's. The, yeah, we had the musical, his story of the musical in the Colony, Texas, Thursday night. Uh, the mullet was uh, in full form with a purple bandana because our color's purple. And I had purple tennis shoes. I saw you every. I, I noticed. I noticed the flow with the carpet, the shoes, the bandana, the backdrop. I said, "My man still got it. He still." I was other than other than them curls hanging out the back. I like. It took, uh, it took some. Yeah, that one took a little couple of weeks of preparation to get that. I wanted a purple. Well, I wanted the jacket with the inside um, liner that matched, but I was a little too tardy on. Johnny D back in the day would have made sure I had it on. But, I would have had something ridiculous. These new ones, they can't pull it off. Like you would have had some you Jordan 1s, purple. purple. You had purple shoes, though? I had solid purple That's shoes. Important. I did have solid purple shoes. 
but yeah, we opened up. Um, it was awesome. Uh, we were a little late starting, but it was fun uh, in the big tent uh, in the colony, Texas. Uh, so we, yeah, they, and then they asked me to get up and speak right before. So I walked out and I can't remember what I sang, but I said, so I was saying something, welcome to our show. And then I said, I just sang on a Broadway stage. Mark that one I'll off the list. That on huh? the resume. That so <laughs> on the resume. Resume. <clears throat> right before the singers and performers got up, and uh, but yeah, we had a great crowd. Uh, so yeah, it's fully launched and it runs about five days a week. So I can't wait to go back over and see it. So yeah. we got to get you over there. You got? Don't you have Ken over there in the Dallas area? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, welcome back uh, to the yeah. One Word Podcast. Well, no, uh, I, so I will I'll attempt to answer to every question with, with only one word. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, do you go to a lot of musicals? Do what? Do musicals? Know? No. We did one. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes he will put in four words. <laughs> hey, look, yo, hey, I, yo, one, I tried the music business. It's a tough gig. Is that why you can't go to musicals? Because it's too well, painful hey, to I think about your career? It, I'm just saying. Hey, I've been there, seen that, done that. It ain't no big deal. The good news is, if you do, you have to drive right past a place that serves the brisket and the ribs. Oh, so you can, you can run that back again oh. and get the meat sweats oh, hey, again. Don't, hold on. Willie's here and can back. You know what he said about that brisket from Long Beach, oh, Texas? Oh, yeah, yeah. Guess what size direct quote? What did he say? That was edible. Oh my! What? You know where that comes from? The you know the, I've heard this before. I've heard this song before. So your brother Harold, you remember what? How he would describe brisket? This is my no. uncle. No, he said it was dog meat. <laughs> dog meat? Yeah, he said that's what I feed to my dog. So he never liked brisket. So somehow, in y'all's weird upbringing hey, and poverty somehow like brisket got out like it was no good but i don't hey, know why the way you he was talking y'all you think it was something fantastic it, it is decent. <laughs> okay no it, it was decent okay it was edible tell me what you love to eat my hundred pound friend <laughs> yeah well what is it hey, if you want something really good go to jay stone let jay stone cook it there well, it is. i mean then hey then you a... got something that you can say hey now this was really good i thought that was that brisket was really good thank you he ate a whole styrofoam plate of it overnight <laughs> and he said and he said it's, he said it's and eight racks of ribs well look yeah. hey hey but it's I edible. talked to ribs all night long, so hey, I got up hungry, so hey, I said, hey, only thing I know is get back on it. Yeah. Get I'd, back on that edible food. Yeah, yeah I've been known wait food, to wake boy. up and try something I deemed as edible the night before for breakfast cold. Yeah. No. That's when you're like, man, that was really good. I want that again. I'm going to run that back. But hey, I, I spoke somewhere. Hey, look, um, that's high praise coming from me. It's edible. Okay. Yeah, you just don't want to hurt Stone's feelings. We know what the truth is. I spoke uh, somewhere. I was in Oklahoma City, I believe, for Life Surge, and I think that was it. And I said that when I first got to Tuck Commander, I tried to fire Sai, and I got booed by the entire uh, all an attack that man me in off Oklahoma. <laughs> That Oklahoma's his little fan. Hey, base. I got a don't lot of good people up in Oklahoma. Yeah, don't they attack did that. Not state. like when I said <laughs> yeah, I tried to. You was in the wrong place. You that was like when I done that at uh, Auburn. 
I got up and took, walked down stage, and I was in one of my goofy moods, and all I grabbed that mic, and I said, roll tight. They booed me for 20 minutes. I said, hey, you need to go to Walmart and get a stupid uh, uh, sense of humor. A what? Personality? Sense yeah, of personality. humor? <laughs> personality. Yeah. I said, hey, it was a joke. Well, Man. then I told the crowd to shut up because <laughs> I said I've inherited – my original work cast, I'd heard to one guy who, and I said he farted and bounced on the couch and slept all day. And so now you're wondering why. So, you know, I, I didn't know the secret sauce of Psy. Under the labor deal, it was a little questionable. Oh, Reality wow. TV I love works it. very well. Yeah, <laughs> works very well. I found the diamond in the rust. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to recognize greatness laying on that couch. Well, hey, the boy just didn't know what he had. I guarantee you. All it is. Sometimes you just got to polish it. I mean, that's it. But it it was a big week for you. So his story, I, just to tie that part up, it's it's running in Granbury, Texas, and it's the story of Jesus, right? In in musical form. That's yeah. It's a it's basically yeah. It's a a ver It's a musical, so it's a story, and it's uh yeah. It's several songs and. Um, just some powerful, powerful messaging. Uh, cool. It's just a different way to look at the gospel. And so when I was presented with this, no one called and said, hey, will you endorse this? Or we, you know, it wasn't that at all. I just, I had a friend who sent me a clip of it and said, hey, I'm working on this. What do you think? And I watched it and I got all emotional and I was like, ah, and I just felt like God was saying there's a different way to, to, to share the gospel. Um, I mean, we can share the gospel in many ways, but um, then I was with a pastor there who said, the message doesn't change, but our methods have to change. And then I started thinking about methods we use of getting the gospel out. And I don't know if y'all remember, but we used to we used to knock on people's doors. Can you imagine today if you just start knocking on people's doors? Door knocking? Door to door somebody, gospel? You imagine how many people get shot just from... Hello. <laughs> Yeah, if you died it today, be, where would you go? I mean, I mean, knocking on doors today would be a dangerous thing to be done. And at one time, that was a great way of. And what's wild? At one time, it was a great way, and not on it. It was a way to get invited in, get a glass of tea, and yeah, you know, I mean, that's what's that's what's wild about. So what it, happens like, is it changes, and I think you know, when you're talking about like the you know you're talking about the story of Jesus, which is around 2000 years old, you know, it's just people, I think people initially, ah, I've heard it, you know, heard it done. And so, um, so any kind of different way to get some questions asked and say, Hey, well, this is, you know, this is different. And so, uh, that's what attracted me to it. And, uh, it's just a great, and then the venue's amazing. we got the, we bought this tent. Um, and then the, the, the ceiling doubles as a screen so we can like, it's almost like Cirque du Soleil. It's like a planetarium where you can have all this mood and, the stage is in the round, so it's all and it spins and people are moving and oh man, it's just it's, it's well, crazy. Music has always broken all the barriers down. Okay, from from Jump Street. Okay, like the racist problem we've got. It's always transcended that, you know. You know, because guys they played music together. Yeah. You know, they didn't care what color you was. Sit down, let's jam. Let's get down and have some fun. You know, so it's always been well, I a think, deal. Yeah, I mean, the arts. Get over the barriers. Even bigger, the arts, because you've got music, but you've got you know acting and singing. And 
um, performing, and yeah, it's just a, it's visually a way to to tell your brain something different. Movies are like that as well. I mean, they can you know you can tell stories, and so um, yeah, it's just exciting. So it's it's uh, so we'll see. We've got to just get the word out. We got to support it. We got to show up, and you know, get people to see it and get people in a different. So before we go to our second break, what a date. Do you know the days, times, all that's where, where people can, can view it? Yeah, it's like. Go yeah. to HisStoryTheMusical.com. There There's go. three of them on Saturdays and Sundays at like 2, 4, and 6. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday, Thursday, 7. Friday's at 8. Wow, it's way off. Saturday, 12, 4, 8. Sunday, 2, and 6. Monday's at 2. There and this go. is a destination. Like, some of you are going to have to get in. Yeah, I saw a the Ferris old vehicle wheel and drive. There's a Ferris wheel right beside yeah. it. Uh, I believe there's a uh, Jurassic World or something's coming in right beside it. The area is unbelievable. That's not a good idea. <laughs> Has nobody seen the movies? <laughs> Our tent is dinosaur proof. Okay. Well, it's like the, it's like, the, the it's like the dumpster that's bear proof. This one this can survive a medium sized T Rex. Oh. As long as it's medium. But it's a destination. You just need to go. You need to go check it out. That's right above it. Dallas too, isn't it? Right north of Dallas. A lot of so cities in that city. Fly in, drive in, go see it. If you're in the area, go check it out. And um, yeah, I think you will be moved and changed and cool. Awesome. Well, let's take another break. We'll be back right after this. So we're rolling into summer, and I know staying staying on task with things you've got coming up. We've got another sportsman's camp right around the corner. We do. Hang uh, on, I want to correct. What, the, oh, I want to correct. The musical history is in the Colony, Texas. Grandscape is the area, so it's not Grand Grandscape. Area. You, you got to forgive us. We're Monroe, West Monroe. Sometimes those lines even get blurred around here. It's like so. if I said it's over in Balkanville. Yeah, like you would know the area. But technically, that may be Brownsville. I'm not sure what You that should is. put a musical in Balkanville. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. There is in one. Balkanville is a musical. It's called karaoke every Thursday night. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. Balkanville is its own music. It sounds like police sirens and bush light. But uh, yeah. anyway, no. Here we so, go. yeah, we've got another sportsman's camp coming up. Uh, excited about that out at Camp Chioka. Um this is uh, this is our camp that we do to teach kids about hunting and everything outdoors, fishing. Uh, Johnny D will be there to show us some pro fishing moves. Look at there, Johnny D. He just volunteered uh, you. No, <laughs> I, I have been asked. I said I'd be there when yeah. I. So we appreciate Honey Hole is one of our big sponsors, and so we appreciate them. I didn't know that part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they told me just speak it into existence but, and it'll happen. So, but it's kind of thank you, JD, for supporting. Yeah, I'll get you a few cane poles. It's kind of like you said, though, talking about the musical, though, too, because it gives us another way to share the gospel to these kids where they're not coming to a church camp. Yep. They're coming to a hunting, fishing, outdoors camp, but. Rest assured, with the speakers we bring in, they're going to hear the gospel at least four nights a week. Yeah. So when they're there, oh, that's always the focus. Well, yeah, we're always trying to help you know kids and help anyone actually get you know a better, better spiritual frame of mind uh, if they don't know or if they have questions. And so, yeah, the environment that you're in can help a lot. And so that place is awesome because we're out in the woods and. You know, you're doing traditional swimming and, you know, games and all kind of fun stuff. And so, um, but we found that, you know, even Christian camps are are the biggest influence on kids' lives uh, more than, 
youth group and church. And I think it's because you pull them out of the environment that they're in and you separate them from phones and distractions and maybe bad friends and other things in their life, TV, internet, all these things. And they just get out in the woods and you can really focus in and hone in on their lives. And we, that's just, that makes a dramatic impact uh, in kids' lives. And so I don't even think we realize how much we, we get, well, we, as adults, we get caught up in things. And so when you can separate from that and get away from all that, and Johnny D's been a part of uh, even some men's retreats we have, and that's the same idea. It's a smaller level, but you're bringing guys out and, Separate them from their phone, and you, you know, actually, you get to focus in. Slow the pace down. That's it. And communicate between each other. Yeah. Because we it's get weird what happens. Rat, we get in the rat race of making a living, and then, you know, which is tough. So we're focused here on kids. And so, and I know there's a lot of parents out there who you're trying your hardest to make sure you raise your kids right and you make sure your kids know what's right and wrong, and they make good decisions and become good adults. And so this is something that can really help them. And so, um, so yeah, I would encourage whoever has a kid that, you know, can come out and um, be a part of this. It's something that we've seen made a lot of great impacts in kids' lives and teaches them about the outdoors. Because I learned this, that, you know, I've hung out with 20-year-old men who – don't have a clue about the outdoors. They may think they do, but then when you get out there, they really don't know. Yeah, There's some of the basics, you know, about what to do. And so, well, it's shocking to me. Like every year we do it, go out there and I do some of the fishing stuff and the hunting and all that stuff. But just like tying basic knots, and I'm not talking about, you know, obviously, the kids are what, like 12 to 18. So, 12 year old, 13 to 17, something like that. I knew, I knew, I knew I was close, but like the, the younger, and okay, if you don't know how to tie a knot, not that big, but by the time you're 18 years old, I just, it seems like knot tying would have come up. And I'm not talking about no. specific knots, I'm, I'm talking about just. No, overhand it, it, basic slip knot just like and they're looking at it like now how'd you do that and it's just wild to think that that's missing like that that somehow they've missed that in 18 years yeah but when, if, if well, you don't get out have. in the outdoors yeah okay you like going launching a boat and stuff some people have no idea how to launch a boat oh man it's one of the great pastimes go sit at a boat ramp on a saturday oh. and just watch Hey. <laughs> hey, you have most things. people have no idea how to launch. When you're boat. living outdoors, you have things that happen. That hey, if you're not out there, you don't you don't get involved with nothing like that. Yeah, but it's done. And I think yeah, if you grow up in it like me inside Martin did, if you grow up in the outdoors, <laughs> yeah. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Well, no, no, because look, I like mean, this, you know, my I, dad's only run a tackle shop for 20 years. I've got no clue. Four or five years old, okay, you know, you know, I was in a log cabin. Me too. Hey, it was nice. Newspaper. It was they served, yeah. they served hey, pancakes. John David had those toys too. He had well, the no, log no, I'm cabin just saying, toys. hey, we had anything you could find to and stuff in between they logs. They turned to rust on every Friday. <laughs> you know, to keep the wind out, yeah, you know. Making oh, a bath well, I mean, in a three wash in tub. A log cabin, I was, but you did live in the cook shack. You lived in the cook shack for a little while. Outside, I think I was. Well, hey, I think you I could hold my own on living outside. outside. You wasn't in a big mansion either. No, <laughs> no that's very true. Um, uh, yeah, so, but I think we we were able to teach kids, so they're not, so they do. I mean, the main. I mean, we all had to learn something at yeah. some point, and so. Uh, teaching things has never 
bad or even being ignorant, you know. And so um, until somebody tells you and say, hey, here's ideas, but especially guns and gun safety and, gun, well, you know, like. This I'll, is like, okay, the main thing is like, okay, if you grew up in like New York City, they have no idea anything about outdoors. Okay. If you're a city slicker, you know. Well, I don't all think you, you know, have to necessarily grow up in New you York. Know city. I think there's kids that grow up in Atlanta and. There's kids that grow up in West Monroe. West Monroe, Ruston. I mean, you, you just start naming it. If they just haven't gone to the, the little outlying areas like we all have, that's just. But it is cool because, like, with Sportsman's Camp, we have had some kids do it every year. So, like, mm-hmm. you get to see these same kids year after year, and they love it, and they enjoy it, and they and come back. And you can see the and, progress that they're actually making. Too. Well, and then the next year, they actually can help teach some yeah. of it because they're like, oh, yeah, I remember how to do this. And it's just – it's fun to see that in kids, man. It's, it's not it's, bad to have other things, but what happens is you get so dominated by either baseball or basketball, whatever the – you know, and kids, that's all they do, and they go – play ball all the time then their camps are surrounded by that they can't they don't go to church camp because they have to go do workouts or whatever and so and you'll look up and your kids can graduate high school and they've never had you know they've missed out on these experiences and and sadly most most kids are never going to do that for the rest of their life what they're going to be have the opportunity is to be in the outdoors to go fishing to go hunting um certainly the spiritual aspect and so yeah sometimes we've got to make sure that they get a little bit more well-rounded experience the best part of the hunting camps i've been a fish sportsman's camp i've been a part of was that kid caught his first fish me oh, and mark big, big champ oh yeah yeah all of a sudden i hear i got one <laughs> and he's just backing up yeah he ain't reeling he's just backing yeah, up. he just started walking backwards and i took off running over there and he got it and that picture of him he's got the biggest sm- it was a decent bass it's a good one three yeah, pounds three pounds and yeah. man uh, that at that late? Yeah, three pound on a Ned rig. Like, it was wild because I took all my stuff out there. I was like, because first year it was kind of small, what, about 20 people? I mean, it wasn't many because yeah. we were just trying to get off the ground. So, like, I took all my stuff. Of course, they trashed everything I had. I had to <laughs> go and redo everything. But old Cham took that old Ned rig, fired it out in the middle of that pond. And I, I saw him over there, and he just, he just winded, and that rod just – and I'm like – and that boy done got hung up. Dead government. There goes that thing. So, and then he starts walking backwards. About that time, I see the line move. I said, uh, and then you see him you realize a, I'm not. I'm stuck on one. I'm stuck in a fish. You thought he had a turtle. I did. Well, I thought he had a brush top. I was like, because it's an open hook. So I mean, it's like it could very easily have been a limb or something. But then old Chan, we got him up to the bank and grabbed it. And he hold that thing like a proud peacock. So. Yeah, and you got him in. Uh huh. Oh, Which yeah. is the hardest part is actually getting it in, especially in this situation. Because he never set the hook. I mean, I granted. That's what I'm it, saying. Like, that, yeah. you come up and you get your hands on it, and then he gone. Yeah. Yeah. He he had it he had it down there, so the fish swam off with that cricket, but that was fine, too. <laughs> I just bit the line and put him back in and said, good luck, buddy. Hope you hope that passes. But it was fun. I mean, that's kid's first fish. It arguably could have been his first cast ever i don't you know it was just but to see him smile i hope he's still catching him he's big old boy now because old cham he could be like my cousin or something in that picture we we look a lot alike so yeah you did 
but it was it's a good time and that so if you want to know more about sportsman's camp campchioka.com i believe is where you can yep. go june 25th through july 1st ages 13 to 17 you go there you can get registered and it's almost full i do know that so chioka c-h-y-o-c-a dot yep. com we'll be back right after this uh-oh yeah there we go this man got a lot going on man what he just pulled up a picture. Can we say uh, that? Why not? Hmm? I don't know. Oh. Well, yeah. yeah. I just had a grandbaby. You so. can't announce it till they've announced it. Well, I'm live. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I don't know what you're yeah. working on. Isn't, I didn't know he's live. This here. isn't Duck Call Live. That's for sure. So. Yeah, that'll I'm happen. sure that information's going to get out. And we already know. Our, our, she's already announced the name of this one, correct? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sadie yeah. just had her baby this morning. Um, little Haven. Mom and mom and baby doing well? No, the whole name. <laughs> I got the Haven part. <laughs> <laughs> Haven and Honey. Double L, kind of like Honey Hole. There you go. Uh, it was fun watching them two, watching uh, Big Sister uh, meet her little sister. So, yeah, they came over to eat last night. And so, uh, honey says, Sister Haven's coming in two minutes. Sister <laughs> Haven's coming in 10 minutes. She had it all. So she's actually here. So we got a little, actually, I'll say this. Corey made crawfish pie Whoa. last night. Wait, she did what? Time out. Corey made crawfish pie. Did was she it? really? So I came in. So I was in Dallas for the musical. Then I ran up to Nashville to speak, um, and then I got home yesterday, and they wanted fried squash. So I said, okay. Oh, praise <laughs> God. <laughs> You're talking about tired, man. Man. So I did. I cut up the squash, and Corey said she was making a crawfish pie. And so Sadie and Christian had some other kids over, and um, so it was Sadie's last meal for the big. It better have been a big one with that crew you got running around there. Was it a big Corey crawfish made pie? It? She made two crawfish pies. Yeah, we ate it all. It was the, there was nothing like It was good. Wow! She made, did she make out? the pie crust? She did. She made unbelievable. Hayes homemade pie crust. Made the fill. I did not assist in any way. Look and at Corey stepping the, into that grandmother role. So I fried yeah. the squash up, and so we had that. And then, uh, yeah, Sadie was first up this morning. So um, Corey took off early, and then left me. I, we had John Shepard, so I was. Corey said, "Well, how to go with John Shepard?" I said, "Well, you know, it's more." We just get to the point quicker, like with grandpa and grandson. You know, there's not a lot of – he got up and he said, let's go to the game room. I said, no, nah, I can't play in the game room. You go by yourself. And by, I'd say 20 seconds later, he said, I'm ready to go home. I said, okay, gotcha. <laughs> I said, do you want any food or drink? And he said, no. And that was it. That was the conversation. And I right. dropped him back off and then, uh, yeah, went up. And so we had the – Baby, and it was fun, and she's awesome. And everybody number six, grandkid number six, and everybody's well. Everybody's happy, happy, happy. Well, good. And I take off tomorrow to, at six o'clock to Los Angeles, California. So we keep JD. You remember those days where we just we yeah run, we run it, so we Ugh. run it. Mm. Mm. Six a.m. at the Monroe Airport. It's not bad. Wait, and <laughs> it ain't good. <laughs> At least on the 6 a.m. when you know if the plane made it there the night before or not. Yeah, look that up before you go to sleep because <laughs> yeah. you're going to be there for a minute. Make not. sure that flight landed. That way you ain't wasting that. You know, I've had there. such good – everything's been rolling good. So, been on uh, a good streak? I've been on a really good streak. In fact, I spoke in Nashville. I flew from Dallas, 
And uh, Nick Vujicic was the other speaker. He flew from Dallas, canceled the flight. Well, I must have came out right at the right time. He had to drive from Dallas all night from Dallas to Nashville. That's a long drive. And he was singing the blues, and I said, "Well, I had a bad trip too. I left my Yeti cooler at the airport. The one with your face Nashville. on it." Hmm? The one with your face on it? The one with my face on it. Somebody's got Willie's cup. And you see a red, white, and blue Yeti with Willie's face on it. That's mine. Please I left return. it in the baggage claim. I set it over there, and I grabbed my suitcase, and dead gummit, I left it there. So anybody, so, You know how it is when you don't have a container for your tea. You know what that's like? Oh, man, I hope this thing's on eBay. Oh, I can send, I can send my mother-in-law up there. Let me just say this, too. I know we got... We're mentioning grandkids and all the things going on in our lives. Nashville Airport is nice now. Have you been to? Yeah, it? they completely redid B and A. Wow. Yeah. All the local, all the native Nashvilleans were sad that they upgraded their airport. But something well, about the it was carpet. crappy before. Yeah. And something and about they like love the carpet. Super nice. I don't know. Yeah. No, nah, before it was all kind of dingy. Now it's like nah, that place is nice. Yeah. Well, they opened the little sky club. Remember, it used to be like super tiny. Mm-hmm. And uh, I walked in there. It's like the Taj Mahal. I was like, <laughs> I think I'm gonna fly to Nashville just to hang out in that place. So I go in. Like, I caught the Vegas room. They got full wall of like giant screen TVs. I, I mean, wasn't there. Oh no! Yeah, the, Nashville was always. No, I really. I walked. It was like I went into Narnia. Like I didn't know what I. I thought I was going in this super like the size of this room. Um, I walked in there. I was like, look at this place. There. Stepping up. I've been to Nashville like every weekend. I don't know what it is. Everything's happening in Nashville. I've been to one airport since I switched jobs. One time. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't You like it better. You like being I, home I, more I, and I I don't miss flying and traveling. I miss like So you like, like hanging just being at home and yeah, yeah. I like being at home. I miss some of the, you know, the funner ones. <laughs> but like, you know, Fort Wayne, Indiana, I won't <laughs> I won't go back there. <laughs> There's people from Fort Hey, Wayne, I Indiana like your place. They love, you know. Like, I was in places like that a lot. Uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> no offense, Fort Wayne. But, we, yeah, we remember when we went to Indiana, like, every other weekend? Went to Indiana a lot. For, like, a bunch. I know. I've been on, like, a Nashville, which I've been we I've been all over this year. I've been everywhere. But we've yeah, I've had some fun times, yeah. Had some fun... Uh, Fun trips, fun trips coming up in L.A. I'm not super excited. I know we have a giant L.A. follower. Oh yeah, all our fans in L.A. are gonna hate to hear that. I was I was just there. I didn't go there a month or two ago, and I had a guy I'm presuming without home followed me for two blocks. Just and I turned around, of course, and I uh, don't. And I mean, because he was like up in my face and like cursing like just oh, i don't know what he was so mad at I you know yeah, well, no way he looked at me like i'm gonna take this guy you know there's a hair do i look that soft and uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> around, I said you don't want to answer that i'm fixing to go to jail here in downtown la this guy you don't go to jail in california anymore i figured one of us was gonna go to jail and Hit i figured somebody, it'd be me so i figured i was gonna end up in jail there's no laws there anymore but he, and man, that guy, so aggressive. Unbelievable. And I said, I'm not coming back here until 
I'm not coming back here for three weeks. I'm coming back in Dallas. How many places are you not going back? Montana's one of them. Yeah, I did swear off Montana for the rest of my life, but I've been back there a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Big state. (laughs) It's a big state. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's take our last break, and we'll be back right after this. All right, we're back. Normally, this would be the hello at duckcallroom.com segment, and it still can be. Look, y'all, if y'all got Willie questions, just email them in. We'll save them for when Willie's back on. He's on here enough that he's he's a sometimes semi-regular. I'm, sometimes I'm up here. Yeah, every yeah. now and then he comes to the building he owns and that we run business <laughs> out of. So um, so send them, Johnny D, archive them, and we'll have them sitting over there. But Willie has something he wants to talk about, so by yeah, all means. Yeah, I got something I need to get since uh, – since size here so the last time i was with Sai was like a week ago so we played poker uh-oh and um uh-oh look at him <laughs> you got him excited <laughs> so, at him. Sucker. so i come in i'm just gonna I, generally generally i'd say i'm probably 90 percent. when i show up when i leave i got more money in my pocket than i walked in with so i come in there and it wasn't a great night for, but I, you know, I'm grinding along. I had it all set up perfectly. I, Cy comes in this pot and I shove all my money in there. I've got a queen, ace queen and queen two, four. Uh-oh. Cy doesn't even hesitate, just falls over his chip shoving all his money. I thought he must have hit a set or something. He turns over pocket tens. Pocket tens. There's two cards somewhere in this giant deck of cards that could beat me. The oh. next card out there, it's was right there. a ten. It's next. He gone, and so I, he busted me. I know he just totally busted me out. And so, this is what's weird happened to me, Sai. This has never happened. So it's like ten thirty, and I'm like, I know I could if I, you know, buy back in and grind again. I just lost the desire. I said. I think I'm just going home. <laughs> First time ever, I was like, I kicked you in the nuts and I'm going home. <laughs> so like, never happened before, but this is the that first time un- ever. That was unlike him because if he'd been at the house, he'd be, he'd be looking behind pictures, behind all the I know. Everybody, and then everybody was like trying to loan me money. And uh-huh. I said, no, no, no. Hey, let me, I have money yeah. in my I'm not, wallet. I don't, I'm not out of money. Everybody was saying, hey, Willie, I got $500. He said, no, I'm like, no, no, no. It's not a problem issue of not even like I have money, but not on me. I had money on me. Like I left the game with money in my pocket. It was like, I'm just... Yeah. Just kind of lost the. We're past the days of Willie throwing his checkbook in the in the pot and having a white piece of paper for every twenty that he he bought in for after that because he was out of cash like that. You. But you, I do want to know how did that turn? How did the rest? Because I left. It's so weird that I leave without. I cashed what twenty three hundred. So you really? did. Yeah, I, I, I wondered I, if you I lost. Cashed out twenty three hundred. Well, that makes me feel good knowing that the money I lost went to you. Well, here's temporarily, the, but I was, it's in your possession. All night long, I'd get up two or three grand, and <laughs> I'd lose it. I'd start playing good again, get up two or three grand, lose it. I saw a lot of that happening. Well, happened we about were. three, four times, and then I said, after I'd done after you, you I said, uh, I ain't losing <laughs> this. There ain't nothing sweeter than Willis. Uh, that was, I said, I <laughs> you don't get me too often in situations like that where I have the hands down best hand, yeah. and then you get lucky. 
Here's what everybody at the table said when I said that. They said, take a picture of that because he ain't going to have it when just 15, 20 minutes from now. Well, 15, 20 minutes later, I said, hey, cash me out. I'm going there. I wondered what happened. He <laughs> left shortly after. <laughs> I get home, Corey said, how much did you win? <laughs> That's, I said, no, I didn't win anything. I lost money. <laughs> to Sai. I said, to Sai. She was like, wow. That <laughs> makes like, me wow. happy. <laughs> and she was wondering what I was doing home so early. I was like, wow, you got home. No, my wife says that out. a lot. I said, no, I got you cleaned said, out. You didn't have a good night, did you? I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's a time frame. If you're home before 10, you didn't have a good night. Yeah. Yeah. Get home after 2. I've had a pretty good night playing poker, so anywhere in between well, I there. Say, so I did get the best. So I got the best of me. Well, I had, I had. Oh, Jace was there too. I had good. It was like call. a family reunion. I ain't seen Jason forever. <laughs> he 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 had a live across the street from each other. Oh, he was when uh, I left. No, he was. Yeah, he was rolling. Yeah, you know, he had he had uh, a royal flush, a straight flush, quads. And then another straight flush. Were y'all play on the internet? Huh? <laughs> I, I had cashed out. Were y'all playing wild cards? He did that that night. Yeah, he, he done that the night I cashed out and left. Then he just went on a tear for about. Oh, that's, look, they that's was Omaha. Quit. That's Omaha. That's not holding. Oh, that was a that was their choice quit. games. Yeah. Yeah. Four hands in a row, he just killed everybody. Now, truth be told, y'all are playing Omaha a lot, and I don't play that well, game. Well, hey. And so I'm I'm literally buying let like well, that's what class. Hey, look, I hate to play it because that's all they admit it to play. <laughs> when I'm there, though, they do play round for round. So I was holding my – I was doing okay. I wasn't losing on that. I was just, like, chunking, <laughs> trying to make he's sure you bad, didn't get hurt. He's bad about, you know, he'll run. You just keep running the pot up, keep running the pot up, you know. <laughs> And he ain't got nothing. But then later on, he starts catching the cards, and now he's really running the pot up, and then he's really got a big stack. I love hearing the other perceptions of of what they see. I love Cy telling me, like, you ain't dope-pop me for 10 years playing that Mm -hmm. mess. (laughs) I was just smart enough to stay away from you. I was like, you know what? I I ain't going to play against you. Like It's not even fun anymore. Oh, that would like it. uh, Because there was a reason we had the website luckiestmanalive.com. I mean, there was a reason that that website existed. But, hey, you you made it happen. You bet on it to happen and just – so happened a lot of times. Oh, that's, that's when it's really sweet. Sometimes you guess it right. Yeah. Sometimes you just have a feeling, you know. Sometimes you have a song. John D., right. you ever played poker? You ever... I played with y'all one time. I won 50 bucks and said never go on. I was on an airplane. Yeah. No, oh, not that time. Oh. No, I, the first time I ever met Cy was at one of y'all's little poker games. All of a sudden... I thought it was like me and my friends. All of a sudden, like all these old dudes are just trouncing in. All of us show up. Yeah. <laughs> Cy shows up, and I don't really know Cy. He's just the guy that sings loud at church. And I'm like, what is happening? And he's raised on every one of them. And then Willie's laughing at me because I got like 50 bucks. I'm like, this has got to last me a week. <laughs> You're not going to tell when you when you attempted to bet. Yeah. And then I went to bet and my he goes hands to shook. bet and his hands just shaking. I had knocked over everything. I, I, I had knocked all over, all over everything. Make sure, you know, hang, hang on, it's my bet. You know, he yeah. goes out there. Like, <laughs> Everybody folded. Oh, no, Willie like, didn't. <laughs> Willie said, now nah, I have to know what you, I'm going to pay you just to know what you have. That oh, way I know man. later. And that's how I won 50 bucks. It was bad as whenever we had Brittany over. She looked at her cards and gasped an that night. Remember that? We were all sitting there in the kitchen and she went, <gasps> I said, "Oh Lord!" <laughs> <laughs> or when Corey bet, when Corey bet with her, her bet, and she said, "I will bet kings." 
I yeah. Mean, I mean, twenty dollars. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, twenty dollars. Uh, <laughs> no, that's what when I always got tickled when we y'all lived there over there by the chicken houses. You know, Corey would put up with all the noise and all that. And y'all would, it'd be two o'clock in the morning. Corey would come in there and tell me, "All right, buy me in." You know, and then she take hey, everybody. Hour money. later, hour later, everybody's going home broke. Corey's got all the money. Mm-hmm. She said, "Well, I just well, she's gotten worse. She's <laughs> terrible now. She remembers those days. Now we play as a family, so my kids love to play, which is uh, super fun. <laughs> so we're playing like two. It's really hard. It's like playing for." Like, you know, I raised $2 and I lose their mind. You know, oh, why, why are you bullying everybody? <laughs> but Corey just likes to play every hand. She, she likes Cy. It's just like playing with Cy and then she busts out. But but I've got some decent little card players in my oh, hey, in my family. I go there to play. Who's your best? Who Who's the best now? Um, I mean, obviously you, but. Oh, God, that's a great question. Who is the best? No, that's a good poker question. player. And there's a lot of lot of thought in this, and I would say just to clear the air, ain't no, ain't nobody the best. Well, he asked who the best in my family. I'm talking about in his family. Oh, in the family. I'm gonna tell you who I think will be really good one day, sneaky good is Bella. Bella, she's unorthodox. Yeah, you can't quite. Like Rebecca's a good player, but she's so tight. Like she, I mean, she plays. Like Jace, it's like yeah. one hand an hour, and then when she bats, I'm like, oh, let me guess, you finally picked. Yeah, you got something. You finally got right, pocket cool. kings. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Bella's a sneaky. Sadie's decent. Uh, she did something recently. We just played on vacation, and she did something like kind of a. Oh, you say Bella's the best player? I think she's got the she's got potential. potential. She's got potential because she makes some moves sometimes. I'm like, what was she? And but it was out of the box. It wasn't like you know. It was uh, like uh, like she bluffs and stuff. Like you gotta have that in your repertoire. Gotta have that move. There you you gotta go. run sometimes without the ball. I hope the quarterback spots you. <laughs> Which is pretty much her. your whole game plan, playing yeah. poker. So I ain't ever got the ball to the river. Hey, oh, right. no. <laughs> <laughs> he just hoping one of y'all fumbles. It. Si- he ain't ever got it. <laughs> no, when the cards are being turned over, it's like Cy si going, hey, hey, throw with the ball, throw with the ball. Yeah, it's like that lateral. Like, yeah, it's a hook and ladder the at the end of the game. He's in it. He's in it. <laughs> He's tweeter. Oh, man. Well, Johnny D. Yes, boss, sir. it's been fun. Johnny, or do you have a Bible verse that's on your mind to close us out of here, boss? Oh or? man. Well, actually, yeah, I have one. I'm not sure where it's it's a, I Is believe, it Proverbs twenty seven twenty? No, I think it's Acts four. Um somewhere in that just read the whole chapter, you'll find it. Um <laughs> But it's where they were, you know, they were uh Peter and they were they were trying to get shut down, arrested, and then the old boy says, Hey, wait, here's the deal. Don't don't mess with these guys. If if they're from God, it's gonna go. If they ain't from God, it'll shut yep. down. Yeah, it really won't quickly. make it anyway. And so that was just, yeah, when we did the musical, that's kind of why I thought, like, hey, if it's from God, it's going to go. If it's not, it won't. So, um, so yeah, Acts chapter 4. I can't remember it's in that chapter. but I love it. I, I like the redneck paraphrase version. I, I can appreciate that. Go read Acts chapter 4. Read it. But there's the take-home message. If it's from God, it'll go. And if it's not, it won't. You don't have to worry about it. So, Thanks, boss, for coming by, and we'll see y'all next time right here in the Duck Call Room. We're out.